Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It's a Daily Draft Report. Daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's prospect is a fun one. Guy is getting quite a bit of traction right now and... One that we really should pay attention to in our rookie drafts. Wandale Robinson, Kentucky junior wide receiver, 5'11", 185 pounds. And my special guest tonight to talk about Mr. Robinson is Mr. Matt Cooper. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Dwight. I'm uh, really glad to be on the show. And it's actually my first podcast guest appearance. So thank you for the opportunity. Nice. Well, there'll be many more, man. You do some really good work with your film, and, and that's kind of... I'm a film guy, so I noticed you. So I'm sure a lot Thank of you. other people will. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, real quick, we'll break down the recruiting profile for Wandale Robinson. I actually did not realize he was such a highly ranked guy. He was a four-star recruit, the 87th ranked in the class of 2019 from Frankfort, Kentucky. Initially went to Nebraska. It had offers from Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Purdue, and he was pretty sought after. And after a couple of years at Nebraska, transferred to Kentucky, and in Kentucky is where he really hit his stride. This last year, he had 104 receptions for 1,334 yards, seven touchdowns, uh, definitely more of a receiver. In first couple years at Nebraska, he actually had 80 rushes his freshman year and 45 his sophomore year, so he kind of does it all. I mean, could he be the next Devo? Doesn't quite have that size, but everybody likes to – that's the new thing on Twitter, like who's the next Devo, who's the next Devo? So, Matt, real quick, we're going to go through – our, my my gauntlet of questions here. What traits and attributes does Wandale possess that will make him successful in the NFL? Yeah, well, he's got some great traits. I think, you know, it's it's interesting that is he the next Debo conversation? I, it's almost not fair to Wandale because Debo is just so good and, and Wandale is too, but it's just, just be the next Wandale. You know, you're going to be right. a great player and he's uh, small, uh, but he's electric and what I love to see is how he explodes out of his cuts. Like he, he puts that dead leg in the ground, he changes direction and a lot of guys lose momentum when they make a cut like that, but he almost seems like he accelerates out of it and gets faster as he's cutting and right. uh, just electric with the ball in his hands. Very, very dangerous after the catch. So that that's probably the main thing, like his, his top quality. Um, but he's also better than people give him credit for downfield too. Um, I, I see him, running some pretty good routes and using that change of direction ability to lose the defender as well as a route runner. And um, definitely has a great analytical profile too. You know, you and I are film guys at heart, but um, his, uh, one of the things that I'm told is, is the most predictive uh, stat right now or metric is the yards per team pass attempt. And uh, Wandell has been uh, really good in that category Every year, even when he was at Nebraska, but really took off this year at Kentucky. So, uh, yeah, he's a fun player to watch. Yeah, those are the very same exact things I noticed. The, but what really pops, the first thing you notice is that how explosive he is. He covers so much ground, like, so quickly. Like, he's yeah. got that that burst and just – but yet at the same time, he's not – I don't think he's going to run, like, crazy fast. But mm-hmm. he's just he's just so fast, and the fact that he doesn't lose any speed when he changes direction, I think, is what makes him super impressive. He sifts mm-hmm. through traffic really well. You know, he is. He does. He does. Great. There's so many plays he catches it, yeah. and you're like, 
there's no way he's going to get yards out of this. There's five defenders in front of him, and, and somehow he gets a first down. And he definitely sifts through traffic well, so for sure. Right. I think that's from that running back. You know, you can see some running back in him. Here's mm-hmm. how slippery he is. And he's, he's a very, like you said, he doesn't have a lot. He only one year as a receiver, but it doesn't show. He is pretty, pretty refined with his route running. He's got really, really good hands and really mm-hmm. good focus. He catches it, you know, in really high traffic and, you know, and he makes these crazy acrobatic catches. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, his size is going to be one of the things we'll talk about in the weaknesses. But as far as his size, I mean, he plays a hell of a lot bigger than what he, yeah, than what yeah. he says. So I totally gonna, agree. He's going to get thrown in the slot. That's not necessarily a death sentence anymore. So. Yeah, he does play bigger than his size. He, you know, he's got great body control and, like you said, great hands and, and focus to get it in traffic. And he's tough. He plays through contact. He's got good contact balance. So, yeah, you wouldn't think that he's small. Um, the size is an interesting thing because he's listed at five eleven. Um, but of course you see these pictures circulating with uh, right. him standing next to Rondale Moore and Nick Saban, who are both pretty short guys and, and he looks smaller than they are. And so he was, he was five, nine coming out of high school and then Nebraska listed him at five ten, And, and then now he's listed at five eleven at Kentucky and it's going to be telling how he measures out at the combine. I think if he's smaller than five, nine, it's going to be a red flag a little bit. I can't think of too many guys that small that really, are great receivers in the NFL, but uh, right. like you said, he does, he does play bigger than, than he looks. All right. So amongst those, amongst those, so he addressed the size and obviously with the size comes, you know, he does have shorter arms. So his catch radius isn't as, mm-hmm. you know, quite as much, but is there any other weaknesses you can see that would hold him back from being successful? Yeah. Well, you mentioned top speed earlier. Um, and I don't think he has, like elite top speed. I don't think he's slow by any means, but you do see a lot of times he, you know, he makes that first guy miss. He gets in the open field and he's not quite able to get that big play all the way to the end zone. He gets chased down. So yeah, great acceleration and great lateral agility, but the top speed leaves a little bit to be desired. And, and then, yeah, like you said, the height. So those are the two kind of main question marks, um, but very productive. And, and like we've talked about a lot of really good traits too. So and then the only thing we did say he was a good route runner, but he did all have a kind of a, a limited tree and he needs mm-hmm. to learn how to use, you know, like the nuances of being a wide receiver, like using your body to get position, you know, things like that. He's got to learn a little bit of like the nuances of the game, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think it's going to be any sort of problem. I mean, he's just, he's, he's a hell of fun player to watch. So yeah, only one full year as a wide receiver. So I, I definitely think there's room to develop and, uh, yeah. time to develop so yeah yeah I was actually kind of hoping he'd come back this year because next year's class I mean other than Boutte and, and Jackson Smith and the Jigma Jigba it, it's not as thick of it's not as deep of a class as this one is and I think he might get kind of lost in the traffic mm-hmm. of this trap of this class whereas next year with another year of his type of production I think it would have been really nice I think he would have raised his draft stock quite a bit so although yeah hey don't we'll sleep about- on Jordan Addison though no, 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 no. Yeah. There, there's yeah. other guys, yeah. There's other guys. Yeah, for sure. But now, but I say that, but then I look at the NFL mock draft database, and there's a bunch of guys that have him going at the end of the first round. Be really interesting. Not, not a big fan of Walter Football, but Walter Football has him going 28th to the Packers, okay. 22nd wow. to the Raiders from NFL Spin Zone, the Fantasy Pros. Hmm. Jeff Bell had him going 29th to the to the Chiefs, which would be, whew, okay. that'd be fun. You know, Those so would, uh, 
all the immediate opportunity spots too. Like he'd step right, right exactly. into a role you would think with that draft draft capital and and that wide receiver depth chart. Any of those teams, he would he would step right onto the field and have opportunity. I would love hey, that. Is there any other teams you can think of that would be a really good fit for him, or that you'd like to see him? I mean, honestly, the draft capital is going to be the biggest thing, like even more than landing spot. Um, you know, if he's a day three guy, like, at, you know, if he measures really small at the combine and he's a day three guy, then, you know, it's like you love the film, but how much can you really get yep. excited about exactly. it? Um, but, yeah, I mean, shoot, if he gets that first round draft capital, especially if he goes to a team with with a good opportunity, I mean, obviously being an explosive offense or, you know, with a quarterback that, that's an elite quarterback, I think of like, you know, if, if he went to the Bills, you know, with first round draft capital, right? Like, yeah, like Gabe right. Davis has everybody excited, but they just spent a first round pick on this guy. He could be the guy opposite Stefan Diggs. Uh, I mean, that obviously those excited, those kind of opportunities where he's with an elite quarterback in a high powered offense is, is what gets you the most excited. But I think anywhere he goes, if he gets that kind of draft capital, I'll be excited about it. So, right. Yeah. You would think at that type of draft capital, they're going to use him. I, I think he's more of a day two guy. I see him going mid round two, mm-hmm. you know, at the earliest to, you know, anywhere to the third. I think, and that's still really good draft capital. And as mm-hmm. long as he doesn't end up on a team like, uh, like the Patriots that don't seem to know what to do with wide receivers or the Raiders who just don't have, you know, an explosive offense to make you very excited. Mm-hmm. You know, so as long as he ends up on a team with a decent enough quarterback, you know, sure. I mean, yeah. I think the sky's the sky's the limit for Wandale, and I'd like to see a team that would use him creatively, like a team like Arizona that would, you know, move yep. him around and and do stuff with them. But Arizona drafts wide receivers every year. Oh man, it's like him and Rondale on the same team. What do you even do with that? If you yeah, that was yeah, not not an exact example, yeah. but like yeah. a creative. I'm trying to think of another creative offense, like a team that would use him. I like how San Francisco uses sure. Debo, you know, just someone yeah. that you move move around, use him as a chess piece, so. Not just throw him in the slot and expect him to you know, just run slot sure. runs all day. So. Yeah, and if you went to the Raiders and you know they've already got a slot guy, right? So that doesn't right. make a ton of sense either. So, yeah, there's definitely some spots where you wouldn't love it. It'd be interesting if he went to the Jaguars. You know, like they they used can use it. Yeah, I mean they they've got Chark, and that's really about it. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to pair him with Trevor, if you see some second year improvement from Trevor and, and that could be a fun one. So he doesn't have to have that elite quarterback, but you would like a path to opportunity. And yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. Opportunity and draft capital. Right. Right. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter? What you're working on? Let Point everybody there. I, I like the stuff you're doing. So absolutely. Thank you. Um, so my Twitter is at Debbie to the number two dynasty FR. Um, and you can find me on YouTube if you search Devi to Dynasty Film Room. Uh, that's where I'm, I mainly sit is on YouTube, uh, working on a video. Actually, my next one is going to be covering Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Um, and I also write for the Dynasty Nerds, so uh, you, can, you can find me. Uh, I've written a couple of articles for the Nerds. I've only been there for a couple of months now. Yeah, mainly find me on YouTube, Devi to Dynasty Film Room, and uh, that's I'm working through 2022 prospects right now. So we've covered Traylon Burks. We've covered Garrett Wilson. We're doing Jameson Williams next. And 
I'm going to try to get through as many 2022 draft prospects as I can before you're getting your rookie drafts. So tune in and I'll help you hopefully nail your draft. So Nice. Thank you. All right. And um, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. Um, I edit Matt's articles at the Nerds. Uh, that's what I, I work for Dynasty Nerds and uh, Campus to Canton, uh, doing a lot of editing, writing when I can. Uh, you can find this podcast at Daily Draft RPRT. I finally got it memorized after 23 episodes. And thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. All right. Thanks for having me.